prior to last night's Sixers game. Uh, we recorded on Tuesday. I told you I don't want to talk about We're it. We're going to talk about it on air because I want to get it no, out. No, I don't. Know, I, I really I think don't. we should get it out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should get it out. Bye-bye sponsors. <laughs> Bye-bye sponsors. <laughs> the following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. Woo! I just stick and twist it! Oh my god, dude! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Might Be Brews, episode 57, the podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. My name is John. With me, as always, Mr. Steve. Happy early Father's Day to you. Oh, thanks. And same same to you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Did you see that Geppetto mother effer that got swallowed by the whale? No, what? You got to look this up. This dude got swallowed by a whale. Really? He was like a fisherman, but they got him out. He's alive. What? Yes. Was he on a boat? Yeah, he was what? on some fishing boat. <laughs> People tell us about it in the comments. I'm not making this up. This actually happened. That's crazy. That's no, I, I thought everybody that. would have heard about this. By no, now. wow. No, we have to check it out. Yeah, and uh, with us again, are, we've got a special guest coming back to the show. My brother Taylor, the producer man. Hi, everybody. Crowd so. loves me. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> I love you guys too. Hanging out. We are. Um, you know, he's giving us his uh, his producer duties, and and we're also going to talk some beer and have a good time. So, uh, if you guys are watching or listening, we appreciate you. Thank you for being here. But um, first off, check out the new mbnnetwork.com. It's never been easier to find your new favorite podcast. Also, make sure you're following us on YouTube. Look up MBN Network. We are live right now on video. Uh, supposedly, the picture quality is better, so make sure uh, you, you're subscribing there. So you also get the notifications. The podcasts come out there as well as the live streams for all the shows. Also, um, help us make the show bigger and better than ever before. Become a patron on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash MBN network. Sign up to get bonus episodes, bonus content, um, $5 a month, and it really helps us out. And um, shout out to our sponsor, Linode.com. Accelerate innovation with Linode's simple, affordable, accessible Linux cloud solutions. Go to Linode.com slash MBN to get a $100 credit for signing up. And of course, you know me as CBD. Go to unomiacbd.com, use promo code MBM, 20% off, free shipping. There's Unomia Bath Bomb, uh, and they usually throw in a free gift. So E-U-N-O-M-I-A-C-B-D.com, use promo code MBN. Um, it's about time to restock on that myself. So um, guys, uh, we're, we're passing a beer around already. I'm, I'm super excited for a beer. I woke up this morning in South Dakota. <laughs> and traveled across the country, and um, I am here in beautiful Thorndale, Pennsylvania. You're doing a great job. Doing the a podcast. Jet setter. You're doing but a I, job. I'm, I expected to be, I didn't sleep on the plane like I thought I would, like I was hoping I would, but uh, that's what Monster Energy is for. It's never a good sleep on an airplane. No, no. I, tr- I always take the window seat so I can try to lean against it, but I usually end up doing some kind of weird, like, not against the window, almost in my lap, somewhere in between. Like, I'm not flexible enough. And, Dude, they uh, hate me on planes because I take the aisle seat and I'm in the aisle. In the aisle. <laughs> legs are out. I'm in the aisle. And people, that, like the, the stewardesses, like they're coming up with the, the, the peanuts and stuff. They bonk. And they, like, they don't, there's no horn or anything. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, nothing like to tell me to get the hell out of the way. So if I do manage to get a nap in, 
it's usually interrupted by somebody running my foot over with yeah. those things. <laughs> so what, what's crazy is um, I, I'm in this weird town in South Dakota, and there's no real easy way to get to it. So what we ended up doing was um, we flew into Minneapolis and then drove like three hours the rest of the way because it was kind of like just more convenient to do it that way. Um, but what's weird is when you get out of Minneapolis, you're driving on this road that's like you feel like you're on 322 in Honeybrook. Mm. But you, you're on that for like three hours. And the only Oof. thing that's out there is like every once in a while, there's like a Casey's general store and a firework stand. And it's just general store, firework stand. And then like there's 45 minutes of nothing. And then I'm like, why is the only business out here fireworks? Like, no, no they wouldn't make money with a Wendy's. Like all they can do is fireworks. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's no demand for anything else but fireworks. I guess here. not. Yeah. I, yeah. So many places like that, like down in Alabama, I've been, like minimal time that I've spent in like Alabama, Tennessee. It's like all fireworks. Yeah. And porn shops. Yeah. Like, wh- how, like what's going on out there? It sounds like the general store should just sell the fireworks right. and the porn. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Just like get it all in one place. Don't mix like, them up. You can get gas and a soda, but like, or fireworks. So pretty wild, pretty wild. Or dildos. Um, yeah. <laughs> if they just combined them all. That's what you're, you're yeah. looking for. <laughs> yeah. One hell of a night, dude. Yeah, that's hey. a hell of a store. Maybe got <laughs> it all covered. Maybe Thorndale needs one of those. Fireworks and dongs. Definitely Honeybrook. Something like that. Yeah, yeah Honeybrook. Honey right? Bang and bang. We'll, yeah. call it, we'll call it bang and bang. Bang, bang. <laughs> just like, yo, Honeybrook would be so hype. You'd be like, yo, I went to bang, bang on Friday night. Like That's, the hypest fucking thing I did all weekend. And you could tell people that at work and they wouldn't know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> like, did if get, you know, you know. Did he get porn or did he get fireworks? Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> Could have been anything. Could have been a bang energy drink, Dude. you know? It's, it's all there. You should have seen that shot that came out of this thing and they still don't know. They still don't know which one you're talking about. <laughs> or exploded. One or the other. Whatever right. you got going on. Jesus Christ, that's such a good idea. <laughs> bang, bang. That should be like... Trademark. Yo, Trademark. That's trademark. ours. I, I got you Stop. with the commercials. Come down to Bang Bang. We got you with the dildos and the fireworks. We got everything down here. Yo, that's... That should definitely, like, we, we're going to have to write that into, like, a little sitcom or something, a little miniseries for Apple TV. Jackie's probably in the back room like, dildos. This, <laughs> this took a Why turn. Why is he yelling dildos yeah. this in the took first five minutes yeah. of be- bruise? <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, what's going on, Chris? How you doing, buddy? So, let's talk about the beers here. Um, I, I loved the idea that you came up with uh, to, to kind of... Be the theme of this episode, Mr. Steve. Why don't you tell us a little bit? So here's where the birth of this, what we're going to be doing, it kind of came from. Uh, Anne from Unomia hit us up. She said she was going to a party, and the people requested a light lager. And what was the other one? An IPA? Was it an IPA? I think it was an IPA. Yeah. Yeah. And and it got me thinking, because she's out in Mechanicsburg, I believe. Right. She's yeah, yeah. out that area. So I can't. I couldn't say like, Oh, go to East Branch and get a Kolsch and go to Stolen Sun and get this. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of thinking what kind of beers would I suggest that are kind of readily available. You can kind of get wherever you'd like um, for different kinds of occasions. Because what if you're going to the beach? What if you're, you know, what if you want an old reliable kind of beer that you just know you can get all the time? So I've got 13 different 13? Yeah, 13 different categories of different situational beers, we'll call them. Yeah. And um, 
Well, you're going to get my opinion. You're going to get Mr. John's opinion. Taylor's going to throw in Bud Light Lime for all of them and have everything covered. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple of... <laughs> Easy peasy. We've got a couple of examples. We don't have 13 beers. We're not going that hard tonight because 13 beers in an hour <laughs> would be a little dicey. Just an average Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just an average night after watching the Sixers that you just need to forget about the world. <laughs> so, so here's our first situational beer. A budget buster. What's a cheap beer? What's something on the cheaper side of things price-wise that you can get readily available and still have some enjoyment to? Obviously, you can go buy a 300-pack of Natty Light for a dollar fifty or whatever. <laughs> right, yeah. But what's something that you're going to at least have some enjoyment out of? My example of this is the one that we're sipping on right now, the uh, Narragansett Lager. Dave Lamb, shout out to Dave. Whenever anybody talks about a cheaper beer, this is his go-to. He's always suggesting this. I don't remember if I've ever actually had one before now, um, but that's what we got. We're going with the uh, Narragansett Lager. Well, it's made on honor, and it's also sold on merit. So, so there's that. <laughs> this is um, this is a really smooth beer. I'm glad you said what it is, because I wasn't even going to try and read that. Well, if you remember, that's the name of my street. I live on Narragansett Lane. Ah. Not that the two have any sort of correlation whatsoever. Does anybody else want the rest of this? Because I'm going to dump it. Yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Get in there. I don't know. Maybe it's, um, I don't know. You, You ever, like, try to smell a beer and, like, you just get, like, the weirdest flavor or, like, you're just perceiving it in a certain way and... It'll be completely different if I drink this tomorrow, but like at first I just, I got, I felt like I was getting peanut butter. Like, I don't know why. And maybe something's just wrong with my nostrils. Yeah. You got a little South Dakota left in there. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Yo, uh, shout out Dave Lamb again. Uh, he turned me on to a podcast, uh, Smartless. Smartless. Yo, I just started listening to did that. You? Yes, I swear to God I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I, I had a, I downloaded a few. And, really um, good. Yeah, listening to it on the podcast uh, or on the, on the airplane. Listen to um, the Conan O'Brien episode. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. And then the Stephen Colbert I haven't episode. done either. Yes. Do it in that order, though. Okay. Is it a person? Is it a... What is it? So I've not, not heard it at it's, all. Yeah. It's Will Arnett, okay. uh, Sean Hayes, Hayes and... Um, shit, what's the other guy's name? Jason... Jason Bateman. Bateman. All three of those guys have a podcast together. In each episode, they one of them brings on a guest, and they keep it a secret from the other two guys until they kind of reveal themselves. It like in the first like couple it, minutes. They yeah, like, it sounds like it's all done over Zoom. Yep. Um, I think they came up with it because of the pandemic. Because of the pandemic, yeah. But uh, it's extremely entertaining. It's really good. You know, did you listen to George Clooney? That's the one I'm listening to currently. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to like spoil it for you, but he tells like he's a a straight prankster, and it's so funny. Like you would think, I don't know, I didn't know what to expect for somebody that high caliber of a mm-hmm. of a, like a star or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm going to tell you one one of the things he talks about in, in the episode that he he lived with a roommate when he was trying to find work, and um, he loved to mess with his with his roommate, the guy that he was living with or staying with, and um. He went to the he went to the dumpster and there was a giant painting, like a two by three painting in there, two foot by three foot painting, like just huge. So um, he decides to bring it inside and then he runs to the store and gets an easel and like some paint supplies and stuff and sets it up and he signs his name in the corner. So like when the guy comes home, he's like, 
holy crap, like you're actually really good at painting. And he's like, yeah, I'm just like giving it a shot. So it became a thing. And he, he like kept buying paintings at like yard sales and stuff. And then he would set up the set when the guy was gone and just had him think that he was like an incredible painter and he was hanging him up places and telling everybody about it. And he brought him to like the art store with him. And was like, help me pick out some brushes. Like, how do these brushes feel? You think this is going to... And just had the guy completely bought in. And he never... He didn't find out about it until he was on, like, Conan or The Tonight Show or something. And then he finally told the story. But, um, yeah, it just... I don't know. The guests are fantastic. The show's fantastic. On the on the Stephen Colbert uh, episode of it, yeah. Jason Bateman talks about being on the Stephen Colbert, like, The Tonight Show. Yeah. And the first time that he did it, he shit himself right before he went out. <laughs> like, actually, like, farted like, like and, Kevin like, Kinderman. pooped himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty. It's a funny, 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 <laughs> nice. funny episode, yeah. He pulled a co-host calf. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, shout out Dave Lamb, I guess, is where we were going with that, because he uh, hooked you up with this beer and hooked me up with a podcast, so. Yo, my answer to this question, though, the uh, the, the, the the budget buster, it's Bud Light Line. Bud Light Line. <laughs> Yeah, 1,000%. One for one. Yeah. <laughs> 1,000%. This is a really good beer. Um, it is it's good. so It's so easy drinking, but um, it's it, it's not like... It's not like it's Bud not Light water. Lime. Yeah, it's not like Bud Light Lime. You know what I mean? I For me, my my budget beer is usually um, like Miller High Life. High Life was my was, was going to be in my like discussion. At, even after I got into craft beer, that was one of those ones that I still I just, really enjoy. I just want to give it up for Bud Light, or for the uh, Miller High Life for yeah. a second. It's a champagne of beers. It is a champagne <laughs> of so, beers. Yeah. But that's a good one, man. I mean, if, for whatever one. reason, you can just enjoy it all the time. And um, But but it's still it's, it's still a decent beer, you know? Absolutely. For next to nothing. Like, yeah, I mean, if you're going to go for nothing, I would go that over Natty Ice every yeah. day. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. Evan said he remembers when it was $9 a case. Yeah. That was... I don't, there what were, is he talking about? They were might talking be, about uh, Lionhead. Yeah, Lion's Head. Lionhead, yeah. Lionhead used to be super duper cheap, and then it almost regained a little popularity. Because it had the brain teasers. Just like uh, PBR. PBR used to be just... It went like viral. Cheap. Yeah. And then it became like the hipster beer, and it yeah, they, right. like, raised the prices on it. Lion's Head, man, they, they always had the... Uh, I don't know if they always did, but the picture, don't, don't the they have little, the little puzzles on the inside? But yeah. I don't think I've had one of those in a minute. I have a lot of minutes for me. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's because I have money now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have taste. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, man. You're, uh, I drink Bud Light Lime all yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, were, uh, you were trashing uh, Heineken earlier. Yeah, it was the first time I had one in a long time. Uh, shout out to co-host Danny. He brought me. He brought some when he was over here for episode one hundred and fifty, and I had some. And I like, you know, all around the table. And I first time I had one in like years, and I haven't had one probably since. Certainly, we've started this show. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. you've 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 got such a uh, a refined palate now yeah. that you know you you can. I'm a snob now. Yeah, so. exactly. Anybody who's been a, a fan of the show and, and the network, if you haven't yet, you got to go back and listen to episode 150 because that was such a. Um, it was a lot it just of fun. Fe- it was so much fun to listen to. It was such a throwback to hear like Danny and Kevin again and hearing you say, fuck you, Kevin, to his face. <laughs> just and like an old pair of slippers, you guys. Exactly. Right away. Right, right into yeah, it. Right and it, 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 it just. It, it actually felt that way to listen to it, kind of. He didn't have a point, like I, (laughs) and I knew he didn't. Yeah, I I knew before the episode started that he wasn't going to have a point. And that's what hurts me so much about (laughs) Co-host Kev is that, like, I, 
I gave him the legit benefit of the doubt going right, into yeah. it. Like I was like, you know what? He's a good friend, and he's gonna do the right thing. It's for the good <laughs> of the show. And then like he gets here, and he's like, yeah, I got a good point. And then I do my point, and he's like, yeah, it's the same thing. And yeah. it, it would he would have said the same thing if I said the whatever I said. You it was Anything. taken. He was taken. He's such a piece of shit. Kev, I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> you won't. Live or on Friday, I don't care. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Category two. <laughs> we got 13 categories. Man. Yeah, we got to keep through. moving. Is the second one, which one you drink during Sixer games? It no? is not. Okay. We are, I'm not I, I'm not ready yet. Because <laughs> I will, your roadcaster will be... <laughs> <laughs> Where's the pool at? It's in that, the lawn, it's that way, right? Where, where my TV almost was. I could make yeah. it to the. I could make it to the pool, dude. We could do it together. We could just trash this place. <laughs> just call it therapy. So I've actually had some other people ask me about this one, and I've seen people asking about this one. Uh, Brian Leonard, shout out if you're listening. He asked this on his Facebook page. A low cow beer. You're trying to lose a couple pounds. You want something. Around that hundred calorie, a little bit lower, maybe a light beer. What are you going with? Do you have a light, low cal beer that you suggest? Um, Bud Light Lime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've never two really, for two. Yeah. <laughs> I I guess there's nothing that I really consider low calorie unless it's like Michelob Ultra or it says like low cal IPA on it mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? So I, I don't have a whole lot to go from. Um, but I want to say that some of those low cow IPAs haven't been bad. My favorite of that bunch has been the Firestone Walker low jack, uh, yeah, low cow fly jack okay. IPA. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit hazy. It's got enough flavor in it that you don't feel like you're drinking something that's diet or light. Yeah. Um, Chris in the uh, chat said the Dogfish Lightly Mighty. That's another good one. Yeah. Uh, the Victory Easy Ringer. Yep. That's not a bad one either. Yeah. I've had that. It's good. That yeah. one's not bad. Yeah. That, it's becoming more and more popular. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if I re- really have had enough to remember what they taste like or even have a good um, a good recommendation. But uh, I do remember, I, I think I do remember that Firestone Walker being pretty good. And um the easy ringer, but you know, that's, what's tough is you gotta, you gotta be in the mood. You have, you can't have that beer with other beers. Like for right. me, like you can't get a flight and add in like easy ringer on the flight. I mean, I guess you could, if you really wanted start to try it, it, but it's going to taste like trash. You got to start with it. Yeah. You got to start with it or you got to be like, Hey, I'm trying to save money or, or I'm trying to lose weight. So I'm going to, um, you know, order a salad and get an easy ringer. Because I think that that's why, like, I, I probably don't remember them because we were probably drinking other beers. Then you have that, and you're like, oh, that's fucking forgettable. So we'll see. I'm excited to see this one again because I think I've only had this one with you. So the next category, I call it the OG, okay? I want a craft beer that's been around forever. So since before craft beer got popular... 2010 is really like the time that I think of that it really started to explode. Obviously it's been around, you know, victory was there in 97. Um, but even around that time or even before what's an OG craft beer. Taylor's going back for a second sip. already. some more. Uh, no, it's okay. Okay. I didn't know if there was any more. It's okay. 
So I went with my one of my favorites is the uh, Sam Smith Oatmeal Stout. I think it's just, A, it's the best oatmeal stout in the world. It's anything that calls itself an oatmeal stout needs to be measured against this beer. And uh, it reminds me of of football games with the fire on and just sipping on one of these bad boys. And that's one of my favorites. So this is your OG. This is my OG. My OG would be Victory Golden Monkey. That's a good one. But realistically, Bud Light Lime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't even like uh, Golden Monkey, to be honest. Um, and, and it's a tough thing, again, for me to say, because my intro to craft beer, my gateway was sculpin. So, like, you know, craft beer was, was already really starting to uh, evolve. I remember early on, um, around that time, I always went with, uh, or I, I frequently got Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. And so I think that's probably the closest I can say to like an OG. And, and this is this is also borderlining um, macro, but um, Blue Moon. Like I went back and had Blue Moon, yeah. Um, you know, maybe a month or two ago because like I was at a place that really didn't have a good selection, and I got it in a nice glass with uh, with an orange peel. And I'm like, this is a good beer, yeah. You know, and, and really enjoyed it. So, you know, I mean, you remember how I used to get kegs of Blue Moon, like when I was when I when I was getting into beer. You know what I mean? Uh, and every time they had a Blue Moon variant, like I was pumped on it. And that was before like I even knew what craft beer variants were. Like I was hyped for them. But yeah, man. Like, but, <laughs> so we were at this bar. I think it was like last weekend. And Robin and I have gotten in that kick of like, when we go to this place, we get blue moons. So we each border a blue moon and they just bring us a can. And I'm like, Hey, uh, usually I get like a, I usually get like a cup with, uh, with oranges and she goes, okay. And I go, do you mind doing two? Like saying, like trying to trigger for me and my wife. Yeah. And she brings me a paper cup with two oranges peels, like two oranges <laughs> in the bottom of it. And she puts it on the table and I'm like, I look at it. I'm like, she has no fucking idea what I'm asking. Wow. Like, is, have, uh, you know, maybe never seen the... Uh, any commercials ever? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, the, the, it's like her first day. Yeah. Right. The blue, the, the classic blue moon with the orange sitting on the... It's the on the label, the yeah. actually, I think. But, uh, yeah, man, blue moon is uh, is still a good beer, but, um, you know, I, I was excited. I remember we've talked about this beer a few times. Um, I know it's... Uh, special to you it's one of the it's one of the first ones that that got me into the game you know after i kind of hit some of the belgian stuff and then i had one of these guys and had never really been in into the dark beers and this was definitely one of the ones that uh sent me down the path man that it's really good it is good that the oatmeal just gives it a smoothness yeah especially in the the mouthfeel of it it's just so smooth it is and then on the back it it feels like it just gets smoother and smoother and and it just leaves this like you know creaminess kind of and it's it's a stout but it's not it doesn't have a real heavy feel to it no no not at all but you know it's not thin it's got good mouth right just like you said but it's not um it just it's not heavy you could definitely, uh, you know, I don't know if it's like Guinness, where like, you know, it's just a lighter stout that you can drink a couple of and you don't feel like. I couldn't even tell you the ABV on it. I don't even know if yeah, I've ever thought about the ABV on it. I know Guinness is very light it's on the It's 355. No, it's milliliters. 
<laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be a record or something. Trash! <laughs> it's 10 cents. No, that's not right either. It's uh, British. It's all this British crap. You're doing yeah. a great job. Yeah, thank you. I don't know. I don't see it anywhere. Seven, established 1758. That's it. 1758. Yeah. All right. All right. It's good. It's got oatmeal in it. I don't taste any oatmeal. I don't think you taste it as much as feel it. You feel it. <laughs> you ever like take a bath in oatmeal and, uh, you know, oatmeal, oak water, oak milk? A number of times I've been bathed as an adult, like in a bath. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would say less than 10 times. Yeah. I can see you just your head at a normal bath level and your feet like <laughs> halfway up 15 feet up the wall average bathtubs only oh, wash my butt cheeks and my balls that's about it that's <laughs> all that like really fits in there comfortably if i had to pick just, two things to fit yeah right yeah. <laughs> yeah. that would be yeah. the one it's a priority zone <laughs> that'd be it so like it's you know it doesn't like not work but uh for the whole relaxation aspect of it zero percent yeah. i imagine like king kong in my yard and he just like sits in my pool and that's like taylor in a bathtub <laughs> i like lose feeling in my legs quick because they're like straight up in the air yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it doesn't work out well so these awesome eunomia bath bombs that i've seen like jackie's use them they smell delicious she loves them but i cannot use them because i cannot use a bathtub i feel like that's a, something i wish i had was like a big tub because i I probably do it like i love doing a jacuzzi and like I don't know. I get like, I remember we got this like Robin and I got this crazy suite one time in Vegas because like they messed up our reservation and they upgraded us and there was like a huge tub in there and I was like, I'm going to fucking take a bath in this thing. Yeah, yeah. We got a great. jacuzzi suite for the last time we went on vacation and I was in there the majority of the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I have zero bordering on negative desire to take a tub. Yeah. Yeah. To take a bath. Why? Like when I'm, Why? I don't know. For me, like laying in hot water is actually incredibly relaxing. Yeah, it's very relaxing. However, uh, I believe that uh, just a normal bath in your bathtub, uh, it's not really worth it unless you got jets in that thing. To me, yeah, if it's big enough and you can get the if water got, hot, if you got then jets, yeah, in, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, worth. yeah, even without jets. But but I know what you mean. Jets are even. Better. If you don't have jets, you have to have candles. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and bath bombs. Yeah, one, one way or the other. Yeah, you have to have one of those. Jets or candles. <laughs> there is no like gray area otherwise it's just like warm tap water understand yeah that's 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 there's, what i picture there's no warm mood, tap water right, there's yeah. no mood to it if it's just water in a bathtub it kind of doesn't make sense like you're laying in your own filth eventually <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> five minutes into it you're just like well this make, is gross i didn't want to make it this, bath yeah but this, that's, why, why is this why water is gray <laughs> like, zero what happened oh it's me <laughs> it's me in this water with myself <laughs> all right so we're going to an all-day event okay bachelor party Maybe yep. we're playing golf. Maybe we're going to a baseball game. Can it brew fest? Can it brew fest? Eh, that's no. a little different. Okay. Something that you know is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Bachelor party. You don't want to go hard straight away. Mm-hmm. You want to ease into things a little bit. Don't do what I did at your bachelor party. Correct. You don't want the 12% stouts. <laughs> you don't want the 9% triple IPAs. On the asphalt under the, in the sun. 118 degrees sun, yeah. What are you going with? I think I know Taylor's answer. Bud Light Lime for sure. 1,000%. It's crisp. It's refreshing. It's cheap. 
it's got lime and yeah everything about it is perfect for this question i haven't had it in a long time but um lining kugel summer shandy was like one of those things that early on it's good too you can just crank those all day mm-hmm. in the um in in the heat or whatever um you know oh, this is a tough one because it's kind of like an answer later what, what do you got, Mr. Steve? I had the Firestone Walker. I went Firestone Walker again. Their Easy Jack, which is like their session IPA. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can go into Wegmans and get it right now. And it's got enough flavor. It can keep you going. I think it was only 4, 4.2%. It's definitely lower on the ABV. Yeah. Um, something a little more local. Shout out. I would say baby juices. I love baby juices as a yeah as a session IPA. I think that's got a really good flavor for, for the session that's a, yeah, that, that's a great, great answer. And that's that's probably, now that you say it, I didn't think of it, but now that you say it, that would probably be one of my first choices. You know what else I could drink all day? And I think it's coming out soon, uh, Summer Ande. Brothers mm-hmm. Kirshner. That's such a tasty it's beer. Really good. And it's so light and refreshing. Really good. You could easily drink that all day. <laughs> and uh, I was actually talking to Kevin about it. And he was like, oh, that's coming back soon. Oh, yeah. And dude. I was like, dude, if you can, like, I will buy a, a Sixtal. At least, I'll hire that boy. thing. Let me know. Yeah, I'll fill you up a pitcher. Yeah, let me know. I got to get over to the Brothers Kirshner Beer Garden. I haven't been yeah, over there yet. Me it's neither. Just every Sunday, once. I have something going let's on. Let's plan. Let's try to plan on one soon. We should. Um, but I, I think it, it it's so much fun. I think the girls could you know could play and do something, and they've got food. You know, Station Tap Room has their. Um, at least they did that time that I was there. They had their food truck there. I think they rotate food trucks. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, the, the beer is fantastic, obviously. It's really cool to be like right there by the water. There's like a handful of things for kids to do. You know what I mean? It, it's definitely a good they time. They usually have like a guy playing acoustic guitar. Yeah, some exactly. Sort of little yep. music setup. Yep, absolutely. Cool. They're uh, they're doing your uh, dads on Sunday get their first beer free. I saw that. Oh, that's Ooh. cool. We're Woo! heading over to uh, New Jersey's to my uh, in-law, so you I are? won't be able to do yeah. that. but. I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't think I'm going out of town this weekend. So I might stay and swim and maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Dude, holler at me. I'm coming up. You're going to be home? Yeah, I'm here. All right. He wants to take a bath. Yeah, I'm coming up. Yeah, exactly. It's the closest <laughs> I can get to bath. it. It's the closest I can get yeah, to Sunday it. Yeah, Sunday will be will be nice. and I plan Sunday, but Saturday I'm coming up to swim right. or something. Yeah. That sounds good to me. I'll do pizza or something. Okay. We'll figure that out. Even better. You guys want to take this off camera? You good? <laughs> so we were on what? Um, all day, all day beers. I used to all get, day. I used to get all day IPA because of that. That's and then good, I grew out of it. But, I, I don't, I don't want to say grow out of it, but I got tired of it. That's still was a very like, solid choice. Yeah, it's a go to. But then I, the more I got into beer for whatever reason, I'm like, man, this thing is just sweet. It, it, it kind of like there's there's flavor there, but like. I, I always wanted to find something that had a better, um, what do you call it? Like a just just more hot profile or something like that. It's definitely a more multi, but it's still a session, so you got to kind of balance that out. So I talked to Robin about this, right? I'm flipping through. I was like looking at the list and I'm reading it to her. And you know how you said like Bud Light Lime? You know what she said for her for every answer, cloudy and cumbersome. And you're like. like I, I can't be married to you. Yeah, she's like five point five percent. Like I can drink them all day. They do this. That they're they're good for this. They're good for that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, even for some of the categories we haven't gone over yet, she's like, I think this would be good for. Her. So that's her um, number one. Yeah, that's she a, she loves cloudy. Number one. 
And what number is it for you? No, I don't like it at all. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Like, um, you don't like the hop. You don't like the hop. You don't like the hop. I think that's do? what it is. Yeah. I'm excited to go to East Branch because the last two beers they've released seem like slightly out of character for them. But I've heard incredible things about Surge and they just posted a new beer that's like some kind of juicy looking thing. Do, I think, is the new one. Yeah. So I'm a. Um, I might try and pull my Father's Day card for that to be Saturday late afternoonish dinnerish mm. up on the rooftop. Yeah, I just don't want to get there and then be like, "Yeah, we don't have any tables for like seven hours." Yeah, sorry, right? See, I feel like that's not like a thing though. Jackie and I were talking about that today. <clears throat> so, because we're going to take her dad out to dinner. Yeah, we're at on yep. Sunday, um, Longhorn. Yep, and. Um, like we went there also for mother's day and um like the line was ridiculous for mother's day yeah but i don't think it's going to be the same thing for father's day why i don't know it's like mother's day is the go out yeah and father's day is like the the cookout cookout. yeah that's how Mm -hmm. it was always for us too i feel like like it was always like we would go out to eat usually for mother's day and then, like, Father's Day would come around. You would watch movies all day and do stuff outside and help out around the house or whatever. Yeah. But then, like, at the, at the end of the day, it was, like, burgers and hot dogs yeah. or whatever. I, I told I told Robin, I said, I don't even know if I want to go out. I would I, I want to cook. Like, just let me get a couple, like, maybe get some ribs or, or get, like, a couple nice steaks or something. You know Is what that mean? what you usually do for Father's Day? I think so. You cook out? Yeah. yeah. What about you? Do you usually cook out? It depends on the year, really. Yeah, like the weather and stuff or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I normally do all the cooking, so I try and normally not do the cooking on Father's Day. Okay. So Yeah, yeah. I do a lot of the cooking, too, but for whatever reason, I I don't know. We've always been the kind of people that are like... um, like try to like stay away from the crowds like we like to go to dinner yeah. at five mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, know at restaurants and stuff yeah exactly like you just don't want to go into something too crowded or wait for 45 minutes so especially holidays i usually try to just turn it into a cooking thing that's what i was thinking maybe if we get the east branch at like three thirty, four o'clock maybe yeah yeah that's Should a good okay. move that's a good move i might try to do something yo fish what up dude fish said did i miss something what the, the the first half of the show? Did yeah, you watch maybe. the Sixers game, Fish? Fuck! <laughs> telling you, you don't. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> the Hulk is coming out. All right. Intro to craft beer. Yep. You Robin, gotta, Robin you, says cloudy. You, <laughs> you got somebody that you they know you're in a craft beer, yep. and they say, yeah, "I'm going to try this craft beer thing. I've never tried anything. I'm open." What are you giving me? What are you giving me to try and turn my head to the craft beer world? I struggle with this because part of me says, okay, a traditional guy is going to like his Miller lights and Bud lights and stuff like that. So let's find him a good craft Pilsner and, and make him realize that, that breweries can do good things. However, I feel like I had a little bit of success with, uh, with, with the guy that I know and, Every time I'd go to dinner with him, he just liked to get Guinnesses, and that was like his go-to. And um, I, I forget where we're, we're like in New Hampshire, right, doing a job together. And um, there's this incredible juice bomb on. Like I forget what it was, but it was like super juicy beer, and it was really good. 
and I said, hey, like, you, you ought to try this. Like, he's like, no, I'm not really in the happy stuff. And I go, I know, but, like, th- these are New England IPAs. I said, they're juicy, they're, they're happy, but it's more the way that they do it, it's, it's you know, um, it's not as bitter. I think you'll like it. And, um, and he loved it. And he was like, man, so, like, part of me really thinks that, like, you can hook somebody um, in on a juicy, on a juicy beer. Like, now, which one is that? There's 8 million choices. I don't yeah. know. You know, you don't want to try to hook them in on a Julius, and then they can't get that ever again. But um, but that, at least that style is kind of what I had in mind. Taylor? Sequench. Sequench? Yeah. I, I had that conversation with somebody recently, a brewer, and, and I said, you know, I, I I think it's a good thing that there's there's hazies and sours on the menu because you know sours are, are have always been around but they've become a lot more popular especially fruited sours but dude it's like that's that's helping sell beers and that's bringing more uh more people into the, your brewery and and eventually hopefully they'll try some more stuff but dude I I just remember like because I was in the heat of a decade-long obsession with Bud Light Lime and you I like I would go up to your place and it would just be nothing but just stuff I would never drink at that point in my life and like I remember you were just like yo you like Bud Light Lime try this and I was like okay you have one no shit um it's like the perfect you know upgrade to that you know what I mean it's it's excuse me the same flavor um but it's just it's so much more yeah you know what i mean it doesn't for sure even though it is mass produced obviously it doesn't feel bud light it's not bud light right <laughs> you know? bud light lime surprisingly has like a decent balance to it like it's when so i drink good. it i'm like i mean i don't it's know so it's so good it's, yeah it's good it's a good drink it's the champagne of lime flavored beers <laughs> <laughs> so, it is you know. i i definitely like the way you guys are thinking about it i actually didn't think about new england ipas but that is a good you know people can get into that it's not over the it is hoppy but it doesn't have the bitterness to it yeah the sours are a good thing because people are kind of familiar with wines and can kind of wrap their heads around it i went with a west mall double um yeah something malty Mm -hmm. it's still going to give you more flavor than a normal you know regular kind of uh, macro beer, but it's not going to hit you over the top with any flavors that you're too unfamiliar with. You know, you're getting some caramel, you're getting some some malt. And yeah, that was kind of my thought on that. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's a that's definitely uh, one of those things where, like, one way or another, because like, if you're trying to get them away for some from something that's a basic, plain <coughs> Jane light beer, um, our buck, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? No. What, the Rodenbach? The Rohrbach. 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 Was that the one? The sour? <laughs> I don't know. I've had a Rohrbach sour. We had one on the show that was like, I just remember it being like super crisp and super nice and delicious. Got to be something different because that's a sour. The Rohrbach. Yeah. I'm remember. thinking of. Yeah, like that red Flemish, John. Yeah. yeah. That's like an assault. I don't know. It's good. It's good. I love that. You got to be ready. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be just casually sipping that. Bit yeah. No, I, I like your thought, though, because I think a lot of people, you know, early on when they were getting into craft beer, I'll bet you that the the doubles were, you know, something that was that was popular among beer nerds and was a great way to, to get into craft beer. Now, I think if you can get somebody into, you know, I, I think there's a reason that that hazies are so popular, right? Because I think they are a little bit more approachable. 
mm-hmm. and not only do the craft beer nerds like them, but but maybe a lot of other people do that aren't big beer fans too, or they they like them and can appreciate them. And I think if you can find a good one to hook somebody, now they've got a whole world to explore because you can go into Thorndale Beverage or Exton Beverage. And there's going to be 19,000 hazy IPAs to look through. There is. So what did you crack here? I cracked my beach day. Nice. We're sitting on the beach. You're in the sand. The ocean's there. It's hot. What are you drinking on a beach day? I'm going something. And maybe this is just personal memories with me because when I go to the beach, I usually stop at Dewey. Mm Mm-hmm. They make a lot of fruited sours. Yep. I usually go to Burley Oak. They have the Dream Series, fruited sour, uh, Berliner Weiss. Um, just for my example here, I went with the the uh, the Kirsch goes. Um, the goes usually has a little bit more salt taste mm-hmm. to it. Um, just kind of gets you in the mood at the beach. You're smelling the salt. You're tasting the salt. You got the fruit. They're crisp. Um, they almost feel a little refreshing when it's really hot out, and that's my beach day beer. Yeah. That's a great one, and and I'm so excited you brought this because I miss this beer. Um, it's one of my favorites. I went. I feel like um, Sequench for sure is yeah. one of those ones. It's always in my fridge for the summer. Um, it's not, and that one is readily available. One that's not all that readily available, but has become one of my favorite beers, but also a favorite beach beer is um, Peach Tart from Treehouse. Um, you know, when I got a, a mixed pack at one point, um, this had it in there. And I was like, these hoppy beers or, you know, all of the other beers are fantastic. But, like, this is a different style. And it's just so good. This might be, like, we all joked, I think, for a while, like, this might be the best Treehouse beer. I remember having that in a couple weeks ago. Am I on? Did I do something? Oh, yeah, check, try that again. Check. Yeah, you're back. I'm back. Um, I remember, I think. Last year when I went to the beach, I got a case of Treehouse, and that was one of the ones in there, and I remember that one that one sticking out. Yep. Taylor, you got a beach day beer? Um, Bud Light Lime. I mean, for <laughs> sure, 1,000%. Um, but Summer Love, Victory Summer Love, um, I know it's corny because it's, it's so commercial, but um, Corona, Corona and Lime, like uh, that's a go-to beach beach situation. Yep. If if you have limes, I'm not a huge Corona fan without it. To be completely honest, it makes a big difference. It does make a big difference. I'm glad you brought that up because um, we just had Brett and Laura down mm-hmm. down south. What up, Brett and Laura? And um, so it was really exciting to have like you know um, to have them down and, and whatever. So he brought a shit ton of Corona lights, and they're great. It just was perfect because it was really effing hot. Mm-hmm. We were down at the beach. We were outside for like most of the day, and they were just going down easy. And Laura was cutting up limes in little slices. We were able to shove them down in the can. Yep. And uh, we were just cranking them things all day. And I was like, "This is actually really good, especially with the lime." Like, I think I'm going to stock the fridge up with some Corona lights. So, like, when you're down here in the heat. You can, you know, there is something that not only that kind of covers two bases, it's kind of an all day thing, but also yeah. a beach beer. Exactly. You can't do them without the lime, though. Right. It it's, does. It does feel like you're well, once you've had like 45 of them, then it's like, well, it doesn't matter. I don't feel yeah. like the lime yeah. and then it's good. But, yeah. you're, but you're absolutely right. It It is so much better with the lime, which is why Bud Light Lime is so superior. 
Because it's, <laughs> built, it's in. built in. It's built in. You don't, you don't have, have to worry about it. There's you, no knives involved. There's no... You don't have no to hit the produce department. Right. No work. And before I forget, uh, shout out to uh, Shiloh. Shiloh works with my wife, and uh, I'll throw her some beers every once in a while. She said, here, try these beers. And uh, so Jamie's got one of these at home to uh, to try as well, because sometimes she'll like the uh, the sours. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, Sour cherry beer. The cherry goose is really good from Victory. Way better than Corona Extra. What is what is Corona Extra? It's just extra Corona. It's just the extra Corona that's in the like. Corona. There's Corona, and then whatever's left is extra. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's the extra. It's when they like. Yeah. <laughs> it's when they wring the rag out. It's like if you get like a uh, like a 24 pack, but it's like now with 26, and yeah. then the two sorry Corona Extra. <laughs> yeah, that's the Corona yeah. Extra. <laughs> I got you. There it is. Yo, shout out Kevin uh, for just being a, a good guy and a good Yo, friend. Kev, just being a long time friend. What's up, Kirsch? <laughs> I don't know if he turned, was he listening when we were uh, talking about the uh, the place on the Brandywine, but. Yeah, I don't know. We were talking about you, Kev. We were. Maybe we're we'll come down Your soon. ears were ringing. Woo! We're coming. I don't want to be that guy because I hate every time that somebody says this on the internet, but uh, I feel like this doesn't taste as good as last time. Or is, is like, I remember. It didn't taste the same to me. I had this at Victory sometime during the pandemic because we were sitting outside in a tent. Yeah. And it didn't, it wasn't what I remembered it. I can't say, this is different. It's not the same as the first batch, blah, blah, blah. Be that guy. I, it did not taste the same as I remembered. It's like, yeah. it's like beer Kool-Aid to me. Yeah. It's still good. It's, it's good. very good. It is good. Have you ever had the peach tart? Mm, maybe. Okay. Probably not. Like, you want to do it? You can do it. I don't, know. I don't want to go too crazy. But. Do it. Do it. Do it. Right. You won't. Do it. You won't. I kind of want you to have it, but if well, you have some, I'm going to want some too. I'll have it. Don't open it. I'll keep it. I'm just kidding. Open it. If you want. We got so, it. Do you want to do this before or after our, the, the word from our sponsor? Yeah. Yeah. Should we do that? Let's do the word from our sponsor. Yeah. We're, we're going to take a little break. Um, we're going to be right back after a word from our sponsor. Are you looking for cloud solutions? The cloud has fundamentally changed how we work, live, and play. Cloud infrastructure services are the fastest growing segment of the $257 billion cloud computing industry. Linode is the largest independent open cloud provider in the world with 11 global data centers serving nearly a million customers and businesses around the globe. Linode continues to play a significant role in the technological advancement of cloud computing. Their expansive global network makes cloud computing simple, secure, and affordable. Plus, they have award-winning support. Their people are some of the smartest in the industry. No tears, no handoffs. Their highly trained support professionals are always ready to answer your call 24-7. I said affordable, but that's just a word. Linode could literally cut your cloud computing costs in half. Say goodbye to AWS and go with the cloud computing that developers trust for a fraction of the price. And if you use our link, Linode is going to give you $100 just to get started. If you are a developer in need of cloud infrastructure solutions, Linode is a no-brainer. Head over to linode.com slash MBN today to get started and claim your $100 credit. That's linode.com slash MBN. Linode, accelerate your innovation. And we're back. And we're back. I couldn't wait to say that. <laughs> I like. I literally, as soon as he was like, "Let's try to like put a read in the middle." I was like, "I and cannot wait to say." And, and we're, we're back. back. That's probably my favorite thing to say. Don't say it. Oh, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> 
memories. It's like one of the best moments on the show, in my opinion, was like, and I don't even know if anybody like appreciated it as much as like we did in that right. moment because like, you know, it was like we we were like on break, and for the people who have no idea what we're talking about, <clears throat> we were at the kind of brew fest, mm-hmm. and obviously drinking all day and trying to do like our first like big 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 time on location recording. Yep. And uh, we were talking to people all day, which was awesome. <laughs> we had so many awesome guests. And in between, but they were all very yeah. small, compacted interviews, right? We'd get somebody away from their, their yeah. booth. What are you, you know? drinking? What do you think? I like the Leviant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, then, like, every time I'm just like, John, go ahead, you say. Yeah, yeah. So we, we would we would get them to come away from their booth and they would spend 10 minutes with us and we'd record. <laughs> and then we'd be like, all right, that, that was great. Nice to talk to you. And we'd stop. And then we'd go get a couple beers and have somebody back or have, have somebody come over again. And we would record another 10 minutes. But like every time I'd be like, he'd hit record a back and we're back and we're here with da da da. And for whatever reason, I just like every time he hit record, I just said, and we're back. And I kept like trying to remind him like, all right, I know it's been a while since we've recorded, but the when listener. you listen to this, it's going to be one, 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 one. Yeah, right. And like, so I was like, so stop saying that. And then like at one point, Drunk John, this was like towards like the end of the day of recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was like, and we're back. He told me not to say it. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck it. <laughs> like you were such a rebel for saying it. Right? Yeah. I'm like sitting right next to you like, yep, this is all right. I mean, it's okay. This is this part is staying in. That's for sure. We definitely have fun. You know what I like is um, I, recently Devin posted something on Facebook and uh, he wrote, and we're back. And I, and like, I, I, whatever. And he was like, I was doing that for you guys. Like, that's that's a reference. To <laughs> oh, wow. No yeah, shit. Yeah. That's funny. But uh, that was such a funny. Yeah, that funny was a, such a, I cannot wait to do that again. Yeah, I'm a, I'm almost afraid. <laughs> what, like, what, like to do the show again. To do like, the do show. It's like just to go to a beer festival again. Yeah. Like I feel like people are just so pent up. Yeah. The past year, it's, it's going to be gonna like be like a rave. Yeah. Something insanity. I'm sure. Definitely looking forward to it. Though. What do you think of the peach? Oh, I haven't even had any yet. I want you to try it. I want to hear Taylor talk about it before I talk about it. Oh wow! I don't want to put any thoughts in his head. Uh, hold on. What is this? A Berliner Weiss? Berliner Weiss? It's a, it's a tart wheat beer. Uh, it smells really, really good. It doesn't taste good at first at all, and then like two seconds after you after you swallow it, this is like one of the most amazing tasting peach beers ever. Yeah. I guess you got, first of all, I'm not a peach fan. Yeah. And I also wasn't expecting, like it's, 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 it's lackluster up front. It's not like what I was expecting based off of the smell. And then like, but then what happens after you swallow it is what I was expecting. And it's like this weird, weird feeling I'm having. I I, kind of get what you mean. You know what what I'm saying? Because I, I, I think under normal circumstances, it's like a banger. Maybe we have a little, you dude. Know, no, that's weird. Fatigue. It's weird. Like I smell it going going yeah. in, and it's like this smells like really really good. And then I have it in my mouth, and it's like it doesn't taste like as good as it smells. And I swallow it, and then it does. Yeah, that's weird, and it's really good. Yeah, no, I really like this one. I like it. So what? Wait, wait though. Is this your beach beer? Well, I mean, so when we discovered it, it was like one of our favorites, and I would just crush the. I was drinking them like crazy in the summer. And um, I've been to Treehouse 75 times in, like, the past 
60 days. Wow. So um, I, uh, <laughs> that's such a loud That was pour. the loudest <laughs> yeah, thing I've yeah. ever heard in my life. It's, nice. it's like Taylor filling up his bathtub. Yeah, so like I actually went out of my way and got a case of this instead of just like, you know, a couple four packs. Like oh, wow. when, when I was there last, I actually got a case to bring home because like Robin loves it. I love it. And it's just a great this summertime is, beer. Yeah, for sure. I would definitely drink this a lot during the summer. I yeah. think. And I, like I said, I don't even like peach flavor. It's just right up. Really. Yeah. It's right up the same alley as like the, um, the curse goes of the sequench to me. It's kind of in that, that same area, but it's a tree house. So it's, it's not readily available. Yeah. This is not one you're picking up in Mechanicsburg. Yeah. At the giant. <laughs> Definitely not. Yep. I've, I have a feeling that I'm going to try to get into even more craft beers in the, in the months to come. You know what I saw today on Facebook? Um, I think it was today when I was in South Dakota. Um, somebody's has a fruited, Real fruit, fruited seltzer, hard seltzer. Okay. So I don't know if that's new or something that's interesting, but like I feel like I saw his name and was like, I think we've been Facebook friends for a long time, and they may have started like a seltzer division of a brewery or something like that. Are they going to blow up when you try and take them out of the cold? That's the first thing that popped into my head too because like it doesn't look like, you know, seltzer water with like, you know, a, a, a hint of red, like it looks like a sour, like a red fruited sour, but it's a seltzer. So I'm really curious to see how it's received. I wouldn't mind trying one either. I'll have to look that up and see who it was. You know, at Taylor, you said you want to try and get into more beers and that, you know, when the perfect time of that is mm. when you want to forget how bad the Sixers can't hold a fucking lead. Yeah. Doc. 26 points and 18 points, two games in a row. We can't hold a lead. You know, I'm really I'm really glad you brought this up, Steve. Um, <laughs> I, I think um, so. I posted something on Facebook that has gotten some heat. Um, I think that uh, quite a few people agree with me, but I think that quite a few people uh, don't. So I think that the Sixers, the obvious next move is to 1,000% shop Ben Simmons this offseason. Whenever that offseason is, I'm not saying that they're going to lose the series, although it absolutely looks that way. I will not be watching on Friday Um, if they because Game 6 means nothing. Game 6 means nothing. I don't give a shit until there's a Game 7. Other than that, I don't care. That's how mad I am. All right, so here's, here's what... I'm not a huge basketball fan, but mm-hmm. I turned the game on last night and I was like, man, they've got a healthy lead. I watched a handful of plays. I saw Embiid come back in and I saw him making some shots and I was like, whatever. And then I dozed off. I fell asleep. You saw how electric that stadium was? Yeah, exactly. And then when I woke up and saw your Facebook posts, but here's the thing, all right? I, I don't know a lot about basketball, and I'm not a huge basketball or Sixers fan, but I know some of the players and whatever, and um, I know enough to, to maybe be dangerous. I don't know. But for me, I just <laughs> never understood why somebody like Ben Simmons has a job because I imagine that there's a billion kids playing high school basketball, and a million of them make it to college basketball, and then – you know, what? what is it? Like a hundred of them make it to the NBA. And why do they make it to the NBA? Because they can play defense, because they can shoot, because they can dunk, because they're, they can pass, because they're team players, because they're, you know, seven foot five. Why the F? 
I like when, when I watch him and I see him incapable of making free throws, incapable of you know, um, like like if, if he gets the ball anywhere that's close to the bat, or you know, like anywhere mid range, like he's just passing it. And, and I get that he can be a good facilitator, but if you to get to the point of the NBA, don't you have to like be you know, not just a, a, a two tool, like a three tool player. Well, he, the, and uh, I'll, I've always been a Ben Simmons apologist and I'm definitely moving away from that. As I see that he has missed 45 free throws this series, which is 20 more than any other team has missed, <laughs> but unfucking believable. But when you talk about a five tool player, he literally has, a plus in the other four tools. He's he is a good passer. Yeah. He's he was run up for defensive player of the year. He's a great rebounder. He's got height. He can dunk. He can do everything except shoot the basketball. So that's how he gets to there, but maybe a deep reference, but I think about that thing in uh in Moneyball when uh they're talking about Billy Bean when he's younger and they're like a lot of times, you know, the guy can hit and they can field, but you know, and we got to work on something, you know. But your guy's got everything, and that's why we're, you know, we're trying to get him, you know, on the club. And I'm like, I just can't understand. This guy was the first overall pick in a draft in a major sporting league, yeah. and he can't shoot the basketball. But I mean, was somebody like? But the thing is, can, is that we can, he can shoot the basketball. He can. You've seen videos of it. You've seen him making buckets in, in warm-ups. You've seen him. It, like, no. I I think that this is a mental thing. I think he's soft mentally. I think that he doesn't belong in Philadelphia anymore. Either that or that the Sixers need to pick between him or Joel Embiid, period. Well, if, the, they keep, if they keep Ben and get rid of Joel, then Ben needs to be the starting center because who gives a shit if he, makes, if he shoots the basketball? Well, the problem is now if you try and get rid of Ben, what are you getting? Nothing. Because I wouldn't trade my water boy for Ben Simmons, period. I don't give a shit if he's a defensive player of the year. They lost, in front of a, they lost a 26-point lead in the fourth quarter at home in front of a sold-out COVID-free crowd. And in, in, in a in a must win game five scenario. So he he's the easy person to blame it on. But what else is wrong? Because I mean, Doc's got to make adjustments. That nobody has told Ben Simmons to his face that he is soft. Nobody on. I believe because that. I get it. I get it that they fouled him. They they put him to the line. I believe that the no only- scores. They get the ball back. They make something happen. But where's the rest of the team? Where's that's I where- mean. Doc had to. He's not making adjustments late in game. It sounded like Seth had, Seth had a, a game. great game, but Joel's Seth can't, but Seth Joel's on defense. what limited time? Uh, no, I mean yes and no. Like he just because I mean I, I think he was out. He fell apart in the fourth quarter like everybody else did. Yeah, and and for the second <clears throat> game in a row. Yeah. All right, we're now. <laughs> Is that enough? That's all right. I got it out now. Wow. Let's burn through through these next two. Yeah. <laughs> Sixers. I'm going to maybe I'm going to a kid's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm going to an Easter cookout. Snake venom. Something. Something you can't get hammered at. Something I'm not going to get hammered at, yeah. but also something that I just I'm not bringing beer to. I'm not going to be that guy. But what do I hope? I hope they at least have Bud Light Lime. What? 
<laughs> I really hope they have Bud Light. I don't expect them to have Treehouse. They're not craft beer crazy, but they know what it is. They're not just going to put just Coors Light out there. Yeah, I hope they at least have Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime. And an IPA. Like, I, I think a lot of times, like, it, it doesn't always have to be that, but I don't know. I remember going to uh, to somebody's house and, and opened up the fridge, and I, I didn't know what to expect, and I saw Jay-Z's Hazy in there, and I was fucking pumped. But, like, what am I really expecting? I don't know. I just I just don't want a Bud Light. Like, Bud Light's probably, like, you know, something like that I just don't want. Like, I can do a Miller Light. Um I have uh I have um bush heavies with the neighbor every so often and I don't mind those at all. Like I'm completely cool with it, you know what I mean? But what am I really hoping for? Just anything. I don't know, that's a hard question. I hope they at least have a victory variety pack. Yeah. To me that's a and and it is, you know, maybe I'm skewing a little local on that one, but just I know you can just go get that victory variety pack. I can steal a Prima Pills, a homegrown, a, a Dirt Wolf, even if yeah. I'm going to get nuts. That's an easy one that I say, if they at least have a victory variety pack set. That's a great, great one. Because, yeah, I mean, th- those things are so readily available. And, um, you know, yeah, you would hope if people are having people over, like, let me mix it up a little bit. Something like that, you'll definitely find something. Because you're right. Like, I, I'd be happy with any of those. The homegrown, mm-hmm. Prima, for sure. You're a late invite to a party. Maybe the wife says, hey, we got a, we got a party to go to. Uh, Billy Bob's throwing this little thing tonight. Let's, let's stop and get something on the way. They're into craft beer. It's an emergency. We got to go. We're, we're, you're in and out. What are you grabbing? You can't, hey, what do you like? Do you like we got to stop at the brew. No. Wegmans is on the way. We're going. We got to go. I'll probably spend 45 minutes looking for something. You don't something have 45 new. minutes. I know. You got to go. You got to go. Fuck, I don't know. Pizza pizza place, Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime. Yeah, probably. I'm grabbing a Pilsner or Quell. That's a good one. I know everybody's going to drink the Pilsner. You don't have to think about it. Nobody's ever shown up with that beer and you're like, oh. You're like, all right, let's get down Dude, with I, some of these. I, I really, I honestly can't even count how many times I've shown up someplace with Bud Light Lime, and people have been very happy about that. Like they're just like, oh, dude, I really like. Thank yeah. you so much. Like very, very like happy about it. Very like grateful about it. They're just like all this, all this crazy IPA shit. It's just good to have some normal shit around here. I've definitely grabbed um, that peak. Not the um, what's the one that's the dry hop lager. The work, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking Dry about. Dry Hot Pilsner. Yeah. That one I've definitely grabbed a, a few one. times where I'm just like, I gotta, it's got to be a crowd pleaser, but something that I'll like and hopefully like, you know, my dad will be okay with, you know, or something who's not into like, um, you know, the crazy IPAs and stuff. So I've definitely done that a few times. Man, these are good questions. All right. Let me you- see what Fish said here real quick. Fish goes... uh yeah, Mario says I'm grabbing whatever's cold and a half decent price at Wegmans, and uh, Fish says I'm getting an IPA four pack and some other style in a four pack because I don't like variety packs anymore. Yeah, something did happen. I feel like I think there was like a time where I remember looking at variety packs like banger, 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 eh, and now I'm like, man, where where did they all go? There's just like. You know, maybe maybe because of COVID or something, they're just trying to fit whatever they can in these mix packs to make sure they go. 
All right, what's a beer that you don't mind forgetting about in your fridge? Something that's going to age is going to do it pretty well. You can buy it. Oh, it's it got hit to the back. I had one, but the rest of the the four pack or the six pack is still back there. Oh shit, it's been back there for a year. What's a beer that that you wouldn't mind having that happen with? Well, it's tough to say because I do it on purpose all the time. You do do it on purpose. But I don't know anything about this question. I'm trying to think of like what I've actually done, but do yours. So here's mine. I got the uh, Expedition Stout from Bell's. And if you look on the bottom there, there's a year there somewhere, 2017, I think it is. So this one's been sitting around for four years. And if you drink this beer hot, I shouldn't say hot. If you drink this beer fresh, it's a little hot. Yep. You can definitely taste the alcohol in it. It's a little higher. I think it's 10%. Oh, um, but after a couple years, this beer just smooths out and develops into this just super great Russian Imperial Stout that I just love. Yeah. This yeah. is really, really good. I mean, I feel like every year I buy too much Bourbon County and too much Java Cask. And I just am willingly and knowingly, you know, getting getting them and putting them away. And even when they did the Java Cast four packs, you know, I did that a lot on purpose because I was like, all right, I'm gonna just sit on them. You know what I mean? And then I don't know. It's like a it's like a blessing and a curse because like you know you want to sit on them, but when they come in like those little twelve ounce or sixteen ounce bottles, were they twelve ounces? The little bottles. What are these? These this, uh, that's a twelve. Yeah. So you've got a twelve ounce Java cask. You're like, oh, thank goodness, because it's not like a, a big bomber. Um, so then you you crush one, and then next thing you know, you're like, oh, well, it's not that big. Like, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll do that again tomorrow. And I got. I I don't think you can pull Bud Light Lime on this one. No, you don't want to let that one sit. No. I guess it. I no, I don't know. I don't. I, I some kind of stout. Okay, but. so. It's funny you say that because I kind of just put a twist on it in my own head. I bought a ton of, I bought like almost a case of mixed Pilsners from Treehouse. And my thought was, I'm going to drink all this hazy stuff fresh, Mm -hmm. but I'm buying it because I know I can sit on it and it's not going to get gross and I'm not going to sit on it for years, but now I can have a bunch of great Pilsners that I really like in the fridge and let them sit a while. I even got, um, I got some Derbach and some, like, I think it was Reamer from uh, East branch mm-hmm. and I got extra and I brought them down and put them in, in, um, what do you call it? The, uh, the fridge in Delaware, just cause I'm like, it's, it's not going to be, it's, it's not going to be bad. It'll be good. when I get to it, nothing going to be wrong with that. And it'll be ready for, for when, when the time comes. So I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I just all of a sudden had that epiphany. Like, oh, it doesn't have to be something that's getting aged for three years. Like, I actually do that quite frequently. Yeah, it could I'll be a I'll month get, or two. Yeah, I just get a, a bunch of extra pilsners and lagers so that I've got them there when, when they're ready. What's an old reliable? <clears throat> you don't feel like trying something new. You possibly being let down by what you got. Something that you've had for years, and you know every time it's going to hit the spot. Taylor? Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime. <laughs> There's no doubt. I find myself getting um, tickle parts a lot. Which, I mean, it's not like a really old OG or anything, but mm-hmm. it's one of those ones that, um, you know, if, if there's, like, for whatever reason, like, I don't know, like, like I said, we get cloudy a lot for the wife, but um, 
I, I end up getting tickle a lot. I feel like that's one that um that I go back to quite a bit. Um, but you know, I feel like a lot during this pandemic, I got a lot of uh, stolen sun because I just think like I love Jay Z Hazy, and if that was you know out more often, I would get that. But those ones for sure. I went the Daisy Cutter Pale Ale. Mm. I've never been disappointed from that beer. Like I know what I'm getting. Yep. It's I can I can go get it pretty much everywhere. It's yep. always going to be out. That's my my old reliable. That's a good one. That's a really good one. We got to put a headphone warning out before we pour these waters. They're like the loudest right. sound in the world. Dude, people love it. It's, it adds authentic <laughs> authentication. Did I say that right? I tried really hard to say it right. I think it's authenticity. Authenticity. That's what it That's is. That's right. Authentication. <laughs> okay. Do we have like one more beer to do toast of the week or what? We got, I have one, you have one. Do we want to do two more or you just want to do one more? I'll let John call it. Uh, you, you've got one more? I've got one more. It's a, it's well, I want to talk, I want to talk yes. some, I want to talk about some entertainment stuff though. I do. I know it's not my show, but I want to recommend a show to you guys. Bad. But which one do you want out of mine? The King? You want to do that or no? I mean, I definitely want to share it with you. Should we wait? Well, let's just do the one more then. All right. We'll do the one more. Let's burn through. I got three more, Mm -hmm. and then we'll do whatever we got. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I I should say I have four more. The milestone we can – I got I got it. Old Reliable, we did that. I got two more. I only drink Coors Light. I only drink Miller Light. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. What are you giving me? I'm not going to bring you a Coors Light. I want to give you a little craft, a little something. What are you giving me? All right, to step up from Bud Light Lime, I would go Sequench because that's what happened to me, and that's what I feel like somebody would really enjoy. Like, All right, like a Kevin Kinderman, like a co-host Kev. Yeah. Um, I know that he, you know, isn't huge into beer, certainly not hoppy, hoppy stuff. I would give him a Sequench. I'd go Derbach probably. Derbach, yeah, that's a good one. Because, like, that, that's the thing is, like, if somebody's, it's like, really smooth. when you ask them, like, what do they actually really like and you want to try to bridge that gap, you know, I, I, I know I brought up the hazy stuff earlier, but I think, you know, giving them a really good, you know what else is really good? Um, that Johanna Pilsner from uh, Kirshner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That mm-hmm. th- that one is is one of their, their best beers, I think. That would definitely be a good. But, yeah. Brothers Kirshner, that one. um that one's fantastic. I think that would be a good one too to like, kind of in the same vein, like get them off of like the the regular stuff. Yeah, the the macros <clears throat> and getting some um, some good quality because it's their lagers. It's the same thing, but it's like so not. You know, yeah, what I yeah. Mean? Like it's like it's it's similar the same, yeast, similar yeah, grain bills, right. but it's going to be a little bit hoppier, and it's not going to be crazy bitter. But you're just giving them you know, a really well, you know, locally crafted experience where it's like, you know, somebody local really poured themselves into this. Yeah. I went out, you know, with the more global stuff available. Yeah, sure. Um, and I went with the uh, Oscar Blues uh, Mama Yellow Pills. Yeah. I think that's a very comparable. That's a good one. Just a little Everywhere, step up. But that's that's a great beer. That's a good That's one. a very good one. Yeah, Locust Lane Colch. That's, that's, a, a, that's a nice one. Two D's and an F's um, catching, and this must be the other guy. Not, it might, it's got to be Jay, not Mikey, but 
Start aging a case of Dogfish 120 now in preparation for Might Be Brews 1,000th episode. Spectacular. <laughs> 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 and Chester County Prison Community <laughs> Room Review. That's hilarious. For some reason, their comments don't show up on my thing, and I don't know why. Maybe they're on YouTube. Yeah, he came from Oh, YouTube. he might be on YouTube. He, that's why. Yeah, it that's actually why. has a YouTube logo, I just noticed. Mm. I um, We learn something new every yeah, day. Yeah, I know. I have a 120 in the fridge right now. I don't like 120. I do. I don't like it fresh. I don't like it aged. I just don't like 120. Wow. There, I said it. It's a I safe place. Right? You heard it here first. We got to get you one. I know, yeah, I will try one. <clears throat> Sounds disgusting. Though. Dogfish <laughs> Head 60 minute IPA is like, especially in Delaware, is just everywhere. And it's like one of their flagship beers at Dogfish Head, right? 60 minute IPA. They do the 90 minute, and then there's the 120 minute. So it's just a very imperial IPA. It's very hot, usually. Um, very mm-hmm. multi, too, though. But I think there's something that, I don't know, for me, like, when you drink it, you can really appreciate that it's, like, it's just very, I think it's very well done, well balanced, even though it's, I don't know. But I I haven't had it in a while, but I remember, like, the couple times that I had it, I was like, this is really good. What's a crazy beer you'd give to somebody? You know, You know they're into beer. I want to try something crazy. Give me something I've never, something unlike anything else. What's a crazy beer you'd give? A craft beer person. For mine, and I did go a little bit more local on this one, it would be the uh, Safe Word from Free Will. Oh, that's a good one. And it is just... It's not a good beer. It's it's Is it habanero or is it... Yeah. It's some sort of peppers. Mm. I think it's... I'm fine with hot stuff. Yeah. I can eat the brisket noodles at East Branch. Yeah. Safe Word and me... Did not get along. Yeah, that's that is a uh, that's a crazy one. Yeah, that, that's a good example. Um, I remember I gave this was a w- long time ago. I uh, I gave somebody a they made Game of Thrones beer. Mm-hmm. I think it was was it Tomplin Goliath or somebody? It yeah. was Omegang. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but they were all like really ridiculously like flavored. You know, like they, I don't remember what they were, but I obviously got it just because it was Game of Thrones. But, um, I don't know. I don't know what else I would give. Brett somebody. says Hop Ceratops. <laughs> Honestly, if I, all right, so if I was just going to, and I was trying to bring something like and be impressive, anything from Maine Brewing Company. Yeah. If I was trying to be impressive, if I was trying to like go somewhere and, and be that guy who was like, oh yeah, I brought better beer. Then everybody, I would just select something with a white label. They've got some down at Thorndale Bev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get some every time I'm in there. I pick something different every time, and all of them have been delectable. It's the water. Bang bang. It has to be the water. They use it. Man, that is such a oh, that is such a good one because like I've, I know like I've tried to like, like one that I really like but I think is very different is like the Bourbon County Orange. And, mm-hmm. like, I got a ton of it, and, like, I've definitely been, like, all you right. You got a ton of it in one pour. <laughs> I, I did. But, you know, I got a lot of bottles, too, and I've definitely broke that out. Like, this is pretty crazy. Like, you got to try this because Bourbon County is awesome, but this orange is also very good. So I know I've done that before, but you're, you, I think you nailed it with the safe word because, I mean, I've only been, fo- not forced, but, you know, only had that at shares. And I can't believe, God, that one guy. I used to work with Jeff. Like he brought it, 
on purpose yeah. and like loved it. And he was like, I can just sit in a sit in sit in my chair on a Sunday with a crowler of safe word. Hurts my heart just yeah. thinking about Ugh. it. Fish brought up a good one: the uh, maple and bacon uh, donut beer from Rogue. I brought that. Oh, to, is uh, that what it is? I brought that to a Christmas party that we were at. Like nice. Had to be ten years ago at yeah, this point, right? <laughs> and I, and I was so excited for this beer. It's in this cool pink bottle. I'm like donut beer. This yeah. is gonna be great, and it is horrible. <laughs> it tastes like somebody just took a can of liquid smoke and just kept squeezing it in there. It's just yeah. it was hard. Nobody, we couldn't finish it. We could not finish the 22 ounce bottle. Wow. You know what I would like to like bring to a share one time is and just because I want to try it. Isn't it called snake venom? Yes. That one, the beer that's like, uh, it's pretty much liquor. Yeah, but you can't find it. Yeah. It's it's like 53%. Like, yeah, it's, it's something like crazy. Liquor. But like, I feel like you can go into like world of beer and it's going to be sitting there because nobody's buying it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If they're open. I don't know. Is that place open? Yeah, world of beer. I haven't open. seen anybody post about it in ages. I haven't been there in a while. I kind of forgot it existed. We we would go there every once in a while because they'll let us have the dog out on the, uh, on the patio. Yeah. When they first opened, I was like really excited about it, and then I was like, "Because eh, like I don't know." I now I see it all over the country. Yeah, I'll go places and travel and go to this place. It's like we've got like a million taps, and it's like the same shit. Right, wherever you go in the country, and then there's like and it's overpriced. Four too. local beers. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't really want to pay seven fifty for a, uh, you know. Sierra Nevada torpedo. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I've got one category left. Um, do we want to do this one or do you want to talk about your stuff? No, no, no. Do that one. Do this one? Yeah. So I figured we could actually incorporate this into our Toast of the Week because this is a milestone beer. Maybe somebody celebrating a wedding anniversary, 15th wedding anniversary, which mine's coming up 15 in October. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks. Congratulations. Maybe somebody's, maybe somebody's turning 40. Maybe somebody just had a baby. Yeah. Let's get a nice beer that we can just, it's me and you, and we're just celebrating a milestone. Yeah. We can share and sip on this together. My mind immediately went to quads. Did it? A a St. Bernardus quad. um, Really easy to find out there. You can go into Wegmans, and there's a million of them. Um, But the one I wanted to drink was this warmth from Treehouse. Um, They got this quad, and I haven't had it yet. I'm a big quad fan, so I'm excited to try it. They're getting a lot of love from us, and they don't pay us. Well, they you, don't pay anybody. You, you keep going there. I know that's true. <laughs> You're paying them. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Taylor? You got a uh, a beer that you would give somebody? You know, let's let's share this beer and and share this achievement. Maybe they got a promotion at work. I mean, uh, but my favorite beer is. Main brewing company dinner. If I could find that, then I would get that for you for sure. That would be the one for you, though. If I can't find that, um, I don't know. Uh, Probably like a nice, a really nice, very cold six pack of Bud Light Lime. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd have to have the six pack. My mind goes right to barrel aged. Like, I just think, you know, (laughs) barrel aged beers, especially something that you've aged a year or two, you know. If 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 a buddy brings that over, I feel like it's an honor that they brought it and was willing to share it with me. Um, it's, 
you know, sometimes, you know, you might be like, you're just trying to get the shit out of your fridge. I've never fucking heard of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for the most part, I think, yeah, like something barrel age is probably what I would do. I'd be like, God, I've, I've been sitting on this, you know, Java cask and I, I've been waiting for somebody to crack it with. And I think this is a great opportunity. Like, let's have like this fantastic beer together. So I would immediately probably go barrel age stout, maybe something that's like a little bit different, like a, um, if I was sitting on a, on a really good lambic, lambic's a great. You know one. what I mean? I'd probably crack that with somebody and and try to cheers like a champagne, like a toast of the week. How about a beer? Woo! Might be brews presents the toast of the week. Oh my god! <laughs> and there we, it is. We've got a sounder. We've got a sounder. Is there like uh, monks in the back? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, in yeah, the back yeah, Let's so, do that one more time. Yeah. How about a beer? Woo! Might be brews presents the toast of the week. Oh my god! Oh my god, dude! <laughs> this it. caught me off guard. I I was the color, and I was talking about barrel aged. You That's, thought you were thinking stout, yes, mm-hmm. and it wasn't stout. Is there barrel in this though? I don't think so. There's a lot of I raisin. Sure there's a lot was, of like yeah, fake. I I, there, there might be. be some, I could be wrong. I didn't. It's really Belgian good. style quad. It's really good. I don't see anything about it. Are we are we toasting? Yeah. We're toasting. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's a toast. It's of the, the toast of the week. Yeah. All right. Did you not hear the sounder? Yeah. I did. I How just about a beer. Woo! Might be brews presents the toast of the week. Oh my god! <laughs> See, it's the toast of the week. It's the toast of the week. Uh, my toast uh goes out to Pride Month. Uh, it's Pride Month. Good one. Things have obviously gotten better as far as Pride Month goes. Still a long way to go, but just the fact that you know it's more celebrated, um, I think deserves a toast. That's fantastic. Well Good done. Good one. And I've got beer left. Congratulations. <laughs> that That's really well done, Mr. Steve. Um, it's been exciting seeing, like, just, I don't know, like, when I was on the airplane today, that was, like, the, the main topic of the uh, the little magazine that was in the, uh, you know, the seat back front or pocket, whatever you call it. Seat back front. Seat back front, pocket back <laughs> side. Um, so I've got two on my mind. One is, uh, of course... Uh, shout out to all the dads. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Um, you know, being a dad is probably um, one of the most amazing things that can happen to a guy. And um, so, yeah, shout out to those guys. Shout out to the dads. Shout out to the dads. The other one is my wife, because after almost 20 years, she's leaving Wawa. Wow. Really? Yes. Breaking news. Breaking news, and she's going, she's got a new job. Wow. And it is, for her, she's being, like, incredibly brave. Yeah. It takes a lot of self-confidence, I think, and a lot of drive and ambition to be willing to walk away from something that you've been doing for so long, like, almost 20 years. Um, You know, Wawa's been great to her and our family, and we're, like, incredibly thankful, but she's got a, a great opportunity and, um, you know, she, we put a lot of thought into it, a lot of talking, but I'm just, uh, I'm so proud of her. She's like the smartest person that I know, and I'm so excited for her and, uh, her making this next step. So it's, it's very, very exciting going on in our family right now. And, uh, she's incredible and I'm very excited for her. So that's, that gets my toast this week. It's great. Are we, are we going in on Wawa? Like, are we burning the place down or are we, are they no. leaving on good terms? Yeah. Everything's okay. on good terms. Yeah. Yeah. Th- things worked out just you know in a good way you know uh, an opportunity presented itself 
and um, things have been kind of like in a good place at her store where she can, she you know, she feels like she can turn the reins over to somebody else, and the stars aligned, I feel like. I feel know? like her store is already going downhill. That's how I feel. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's, it's crazy. Without, it was yeah. already underwater last yeah. week. Yeah, 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 right. Literally was. Yeah, right. But, you know, Wawa's not going to be hurting, you know. I, I think, you know, you know what, I, what I realized and when we were talking is, um, you know, she manages almost – 50 employees there's 50 employees that work there wow and that that's crazy in itself but um you know her being the one that that runs it and schedules it and mentors them and trains them and all that she's got a really you know deep connection with a lot of those people there and um you know tries to get the most out of them encourages them and things like that so um it's really crazy the impact that I think that um, you know she's probably too uh, too humble to say anything. Sure. About, but, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I see it all the time, and um, give it up one so, more time. Yeah, Robin. she's the best man. Uh, my toast of the week is to our wonderful people on Patreon. Um, I we just started some some new Patreon exclusives uh, this week. The first. Uh, Patreon exclusive podcast we've done in quite a long time came out on Tuesday night and um, we're going to do a flashback Friday video of review or preview every Friday for like we're going to just watch like old trailers. Oh, that's exciting. But the uh, back to my actual the, the toast is the, to the people uh, that have been on Patreon. They've been there for, for a lot of them have been there for a long, long time. Um, and, um, that support has really gone a long way, uh, all this, you know, yeah. equipment and things that, that we've done here. Um, and, uh, patreon.com slash NBN network, uh, $5 a month. If you want to get in on it, uh, shout out to everybody that's been on there. Uh, I hope you guys are listening to the, uh, to the exclusives that we're doing and we're going to keep it up and keep doing more of it. So, um, but I just wanted to shout out everybody out there listening to us on Patreon. It's fantastic. Well done. Patreon. It's five bucks, people. It's really cool. It's five I, bucks. I mean, like, I'm, I'm planning. So I, I announced on uh, Monday, Mr. Steve, you were on, uh, on Might Be News this past week. And I talked a little bit. I, I'll make this fast. Um, I talked a little bit on there, and I said that I was going to kind of do a, a set show on Patreon every week, uh, kind of a more news-lined political news. And I'm just not going to do that. I'm just going to have fun on Patreon every week, and I'm going to shoot to try and get guests as, as often as I can. Um, a lot of times, though, I think I'm going to shoot to try and get guests from the network and just kind of talk yeah. to people okay. from the network, whether it's just like a f quick phone call or whatever, but like just – Patreon, we're going to have a lot of fun with you guys over the next few months, and I have a lot of ideas brewing, and um, I think well, I'm just going to have a lot of fun. Like, fun, fun. Not, like, yeah. stupid fun, but, like, I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. So make sure you tune in. Awesome. Shout out to the Patreon people. Patreon. Well done. I really I really enjoyed that, Mr. Steve. That was, that was, some, that was a great topic. And, and categories and things like yep. that to bring up. Yep. That was a, a lot of fun. And, um, man, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's funny how much, like, you and anybody that's a fan of beer can, like, apply beer to so many things. Like, and, and, and then eventually becomes nostalgic. Like, you can tie certain beers to certain parts of your life. Like well, Just like uh, Brett bringing up uh, Hopceratops. 
Yeah, yep. We immediately remember where we were at when we drank that Hop Ceratops. Yep. It being one of the top five worst beers I've ever had. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I believe my exact quote was it tasted like an electrical fire. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I remember being in Malvern Beer Shop and Jamie saying, oh, you should get that one. It's got a cool label. And labels man they then get it you. being Every the worst time. beer i might have ever had so real quick before we get out of here i'm sure i uh, um fun fact and what you just said reminded me of it was that um it was a struggle for me to make the toast of the week uh sounder because i had uh, multiple ideas one didn't work because of copyright issues the other didn't work because uh i just feel like it didn't fit the show anymore so one of them the the third idea that besides the one i didn't go with um is the uh i was like thinking about trying to incorporate this beer tastes like armpit or something like that (laughs) but it was like i i the way i recorded it and it and it sounded good it flowed good it probably flowed just as good as the one that i went with but it just like like i don't feel like many beers taste like armpit anymore well that's so good like, yeah. you know what i mean i was like i so i went with the more official one than the more silly one but i don't know i feel like it went well i'd love to see him with a king jijaja now i'm wondering i don't know i feel like our palettes are king a king jijaja maybe not now maybe we'll do that another time is it outro time you can put it on uh you can guys can drink it when you have your tub together yeah that's a good one go ahead all right, everybody, if you took the time to watch us on YouTube, Facebook, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, make sure you're following us on all of our social media pages. Look for MBN Network. Look for Might Be Bruised Podcast. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Leave a comment. Share with your friends. I can't tell you guys how much uh, we appreciate everything that you do for us because you guys are the reason that we're here you guys commenting interacting with us listening to us we see the numbers we see you guys doing it we keep doing it all the time because of that so you guys are the best thank you so much mr steve mr taylor peace out guys thank you guys and we will see you next time